Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is these three things are really getting close to happen. First one is the California hurricane has happened. And some have said that the 5.1 earthquake is the fulfillment of it. Uh, the next thing, I don't think it is, but I think it is very important. We're going to talk about that. And also the death of the dollar. So we're going to be talking about the California hurricane, an earthquake coming, and death of the dollar. Now, before I get into those, if I'm going to connect the dots for you today, I've got to back up and do a brief review. So if you watch this all the time, next five or seven minutes is a review. But if you watch this all the time, you're also probably going to say, yeah, I needed that review. Okay, so let's get into it. First of all, if you have not watched his testimony, Dimitri Dudeman, you really need, matter of fact, my advice is get the DVD and also, or watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com. Now, I'm not going to read all of this. I'm just going to read the first paragraph, but I encourage you to pause and read it all if you have not. This is a summary of what the angel told him in 1984. The angel said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Now, here's our point today. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, remember Cuba and Nicaragua, uh, and Central America and Mexico, and two of the countries you can remember, will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour, so great rituals will come to naught. Now, let's go to the next reminder. March 25th, 2022, Chris Reed had an angel visit him. The angel stood in front of him and had a $50 bill and tore off a third of it. Then people began handing newspaper headlines to him. These were the headlines. U.S. dollar drops 30% in value. Middle Eastern oil strikes deal with China instead of the U.S. That is perhaps a few weeks, probably at the most a few months away. The Perfect Storm, subtitle, Inflation Reaches New High. Food shortage crisis as wheat and bread imports are at a stalemate. In other words, wheat is not going to be imported to America anymore. And that also may mean that there's a food shortage. Uh, of course, other, I think we got what, 14 different prophecies saying a food shortage coming to America. Then, riots and civil unrest as citizens demanded title checks, checks and an earthquake happened under my feet. So... When we see, if you look at what this is saying, when we see the dollar drop, shortly and associated with that is a food shortage, assuming this is going in in correct order, I mean, in order of fulfillment. Then we see an earthquake happen associated with people demanding their entitlements. What are entitlements? Things like food stamps and things like that, okay? Then uh, Israel and Palestinian state Two-state solution is reached, and I'll tie that together in a minute. Major earthquake hits the middle of the U.S. Okay, so that may be this earthquake, may be this earthquake. Okay, we, we exactly aren't sure, but we have lots of earthquake prophecies. America impeaches more states secede from the nation in rebellion to the federal government. Then the U.S. military takes charge as uncertainty looms over the federal government. Without a question, the internal revolution got to start there, but... It, it could be closer than what we want. Then, 
a new dollar bill that said he saw a cell phone with George Washington's face on it, and the headline was a new currency for a renewed nation. Now let me jump to the next one. April 15, 2002. In my opinion, what you're looking at is one of the most important pages, one of the most important information if you want to understand what's coming in the future. April 15, 2002, Leslie got an audible voice in the middle of the night speaking to her, and this was the point of the dream. Arafat would go into the hospital that was fulfilled 11-11-04. That confirms the rest of it. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. The Palestinian state will be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen the military. Well, there, where are you going to get the money to strengthen the military? The next point, I believe, is it. Oil will be discovered in Israel, and it has not been discovered to the point we're talking about this. We're talking about massive amounts of oil. 33 scriptures I've found said massive amounts of oil is going to be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. It'll also, in my opinion be the money that is going to allow Israel to build up their military. Then Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. I do not think that that is Armageddon. I think that that is a war before Armageddon, and I think that that's where Israel will get back all over the land from the Euphrates all the way over to the Nile. Now, January 22 of 06, these are the most important headlines leading to the fall of America. If you want to understand when the Russians can attack, in my opinion, this is your best bet. Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. Now, we do not know if this is exactly the order. The order she was given them was actually reversed. The first thing she heard was, Israel refuses help to America. That was the first thing. So, my opinion, this is the order that they'll happen, but we aren't exactly sure. Omar Shishin, Palestinian state, catastrophe hits America. This is going to make sense in just a minute. Stay with me. One of America's greatest times of need, Israel refuses help to America. Israel has attacked America since troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting Dimitri Dudeman, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Now, if you're smart, and I believe you are, then I suggest you pause right here, write those down, write those down, write those down, write this down. I also recommend you get a book called God's Warnings to America at prophecyclub.com. All right, let's keep going. Now, another refresher, 927 to 22, I'm not reading all of the dream, just the point. Vicky Goforth Parnell had the angel Gabriel visit her and say, and here's the point I want to make, the time of the tribulation has now come upon your world. Let it be known this time of horrors upon horrors for your world shall last for 70 weeks or seven years in the calendar of your world today. Now, 70 weeks is 7 times 70, which is 490. But we understand from Daniel 7 what that's talking about. But essentially what it said, if she was hearing from God, and I believe she was, is that the last seven-year countdown started. When does it start? On or about around 927 or in the month of September, October, somewhere in there. Now, hang on to that. Then, then we had Terry Bennett, also the angel Gabriel, visited him. And he was told on October the 5th of 2022 at 8.45 in the morning, 
Gabriel appeared, blew a trumpet, and said, it is time. The first seal has been broken. Now, the way I interpret that, if he was hearing from God, is that is the start of the last seven years. Now, no one knows the day or the hour. But why don't we know the day or the hour? Well, for one thing, the earth turns upside down. We also know that the time is changed. Let's put it that way. So even though we know it's, if this is true, about seven years of the return of Jesus, we still don't know the day or the hour because so many things will change. I mean, if the sun goes out, the earth turns upside down, the earth is reeling to and fro like a drunkard, what time is it? See what I'm saying? But we can know it's getting pretty close. And that's the point that I'm trying to make there. Then he said, uh, he speaks, I think that's the point I want to make there. Let, Let me move on to the next one. Now, when is that? Well, this is in my book, all of the four books I've written, except for there's some things changed. So this is the updated chart. One is, all dates in this chart are 2029 as an example. I'm not saying Jesus returns in 2029. It's only a way for us to help try to estimate it. However, if Apophis happens here, and we do not know that it is, we do not even know for certain it's going to hit the earth, but if it is, then that would confirm what this chart is showing. What is this chart showing? It's confirming that Jesus would return to the Mount of Zion on April 3rd of 2029, resurrect 144,000 one-year-old Jewish boys. He would walk around for 50 days. Then, on Pentecost, that's the wheat harvest, that's when we would go to the marriage supper of the Lamb if we are ready, according to the parable. At the marriage supper of the Lamb, Jesus then changed from lamb to lion, from prince of the kings of the earth to the king of kings and lord of lords. And for four months, approximately, he comes forth and serves us at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Then four months later, we return on white horses with him, for Armageddon. And that would be, okay, so this would take place May 14th of 2029. Did I say it's going to happen then? No, I do not know that. It's my best guess, but God has not told me it happens then. Then on September 9th of 2029 would be the day that Jesus returns. Again, I'm not saying that date. He has not told me anything. This is our best guess. I think it's a good guess. But I understand it is a guess. Now, hang on to that. I'm putting a lot of things together because I'm about to show you something. Then Byron Searle comes along and he says uh, that the Lord told him that the white horse, here it is, the deception is the rider on the white horse and is now being fulfilled. And so he says that that's the second voice saying that the tribulation started. And I'll I'll let you read that. I'm going to keep moving around. I won't make my point. Okay, so let me back up. So we have, here, we have Vicky, go forth Parnell, saying, tribulation started. That's one voice. Then uh, Terry Bennett says it. That's the second voice. Then we have Byron Searle. That's the third voice. I do not have a fourth voice. If you have another one, you can see my email there. Send me an email on it. But anyway, that's where we are right now. Now, with that in mind, now let's get to the point I want to make today. Fox News, more torrential rain coming for California, Nevada, as Hillary triggers flood warnings and water rescues. The storms proceeded 
by a, ma a magnitude 5.1 earthquake at approximately 12. Anyway, the point is, the prophecy, which I'm about to read briefly again, said that when we see a hurricane hit America, and the prophecy was he saw the hurricane from north, south, east, west, all across America. This one did not hit America all across America yet. Still in progress, as I'm talking, making this 4.47 p.m. on 8-21-2023. Second thing is that there would be an earthquake associated with it. Now, the earthquake, he was told, would split America. Other prophecies have said it'll happen from the Gulf, excuse me, from the, uh, the, the Great Lakes down to the Gulf of Mexico. This one is only a 5.1 earthquake. This is not the earthquake. So I can't say that this is the hurricane. I can't say, I don't believe this is the earthquake. But, of course, some people are saying, hey, you know, there was a, there was a, a, a real bad thing happened with this Hillary earthquake, this Hurley, <laughs> Hillary hurricane. And that is, they lost 33,000 emails in it. Okay, just a joke. I thought I'd pass it along. <laughs> it goes on to say, Hillary will move to Idaho by this afternoon. That's still not a nationwide hurricane. But again, it's not over yet. The National Weather Service says one to three inches of rain is expected to hit Idaho, neighboring Oregon, and some areas seeing up to five inches. Uh, th this is not climate change. Th there is no climate change. There is man making climate change using scalar wave. All of this is scalar wave. Now, another thing that ties this together. Daniel Ortega is the head of Nicaragua. Headline says Ortega reportedly allowing Russian military to establish bases, cruise missile batteries in Nicaragua. And from there, this is Nicaragua down here. This is the area that his missiles, his Russian missiles, would be able to hit, meaning most of America. That fits with the prophecy. The article goes to say, Daniel Ortega, President of Nicaragua, signed an agreement giving Russians permission to move their troops, their missiles, that can reach about 5,000 kilometers away to Nicaragua. Nicaragua supports Russia and is ready to widen bilateral cooperation in all spheres that also lines up with North Korea, and they have announced that they are now building up their military. So now we have several of the nations that Dmitry was told would attack America are now getting ready for a war to attack America. California hasn't been hit by a tropical storm in 84 years, but Hurricane Hillary could change that. Now, you remember, I already read this, so I won't read all of it again, but the point is, this has a high probability, I'll say it that way, has a high probability of being the hurricane that Shane Warren was told about because a hurricane hadn't hit, hit California in 84, year, 84 years, all of a sudden one hits and also within that same time there's also an earthquake. I can't say it's not the earthquake. I can't say it's not the, the hurricane it could be. But I've got more information. Let me go on and just show you. So this was the prophecy, which I read yesterday in detail. So I'm going to skim through it today. July 10, 2012, he spoke to Prophecy Club. The DVD is called Judgment Storm Revival, and you can watch it instantly at watchprophecyclub.com or order the DVD at 
prophecyclub.com. All right, so, and there you can pause and read. That tells you all about the DVD and what's on it, and you can go and watch it. I encourage you to go to watchprophecyclub.com. I mean, 20 bucks a month, and you have, like, access to about 300 DVDs that took Prophecy Club 25 years to record. And a lot of the stuff that we're hearing about today, Prophecy Club was talking about it 20 years ago. You'll be shocked to find out what you find and discover at WatchProphecyClub.com. All right, anyway. So this is the, the vision. Now, in case you missed it, I'm just going to read a little bit of it just to, to make the points I want to make. So he said, in 2011, I was on the couch. I'd fallen asleep. have a large screen television in my room. About that time, all of a sudden, it changed to a vision. I saw a weather broadcast that was on television. It was a news anchor saying, the most amazing thing is going on right now. We've heard those words talked about in 84, well, not in 84 years, a hurricane hitting California. He went on to say, there's a hurricane that seems to be spreading down and coming across the heartland of America. That part is in the early phases. We haven't seen it yet. He also said that he stretched from the north, south, to east, and west across America. I'll skip on by that. I'll skip on by that. Then they said this is not a natural storm. I'm saying this hurricane hit in California is not a natural storm, and you probably heard some weather people, news people in this case even, say exactly that same thing. This isn't normal. We have heard that. This isn't natural. It's raining dollar bills. So when the, the big hurricane hits California and America, now you may be talking about a, about a financial hurricane or a financial storm, but it's interesting a natural storm is actually hitting about the time we're expecting our dollar to start dropping in value. Then he said he saw an earthquake hit the New Madrid Fault. Now, the earthquake that just hit California is not the New Madrid Fault, so that's not the earthquake. But could it be that God was trying to warn us, when you see this hurricane, it may be, he could be saying, when you see this hurricane hit California, then look for the next thing is the fall of the dollar, and then the next thing associated with that is a New Madrid Fault earthquake. Now, what hits the New Madrid earthquake, this is not going to be a small earthquake. This is something that could potentially, according to the prophecies, divide America. And that may happen because we divide Israel. Now, I have not heard any efforts recently that were trying to divide Israel, but they could be. Okay, New Madrid Fault, a major earthquake has just hit. Uh, then he heard the voice, they've divided my land, now I'll divide their land. So, it's associated with us dividing Israel. I'm just saying watch. Now, I've got something else you can find real interesting here in just a second. Let me skip on to it. He also saw that silver, not gold, but silver, began to drastically increase in value, and he heard, give us our entitlements. He saw it on the signs, give us our entitlements. Those are the same words exactly that Chris Reed saw. Now we have two people that saw that. What, what I'm trying to point out here is this is very close. Now watch the next thing. Let, let me just jump to it because i got to show you that. No, 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 i gotta, I got I to show it in order. Okay. It was li- he says, uh, yes, he says, it was literally war. I mean, it looked like civil war within our borders. It was all over the issue of devaluing our money. I was caught up and I was sitting in a, in a room with world leaders 
from China, Iran, Russia, Putin was there and just got reelected. All right, did you catch that? Right here, Putin was there and just got reelected. Those words there? All right, now we looked it up. May 7th, 2024 is the next inauguration. Here it is Wikipedia. 2024 is the Russian presidential election, which takes place in March of 2024. The new president will be inaugurated May 7th, 2024. You know what? That kind of fits. So let me back up. All right, so let me summarize where we are. So what the prophecy said is that when you see a storm hit America, one, maybe that's a natural storm, maybe it's a financial storm, maybe it's both. And when you see the dollars start dropping in value, as in heading toward being worthless, boom. Then there's going to be an earthquake in the New Madrid Fault. And the thing that would begin that would be when they started selling oil in another currency other than the dollar. Those things are at the door. But it also said Putin here just got reelected. That's huge because we know when that is. According to Wikipedia, the next time the election takes place in Russia is March 2024 here. But he is actually inaugurated in May of 2024. That actually kind of fits. In other words, let's say this is the hurricane. We already know that the dollar is very close to dropping well, what the prophecies say. It'll drop by 30%, 50%, 66%, be worthless as leaves blowing in a wind. All of that could very, very easily take place by someplace between March and May of 2024. What I'm saying is, if you have not called CornerstoneAssetMetals.com, and if you have a sizable amount of money, then you need to get some help. You, you need to ask these people, what do you do? Because you may be losing it. I mean, many, many, many prophecies have said this is coming. Now, there's a couple of more points I want to make here. I'm going to skip that. We read that. I'm going to skip that. We read that. This is some of the new information. Again, we're talking about the fall of the dollar. Wells Fargo and Corrales, which would be New Mexico, to shut down Wednesday. <clears throat> and it says, major U.S. bank with more than 1,000 locations nationwide is closing a branch as frustrated customers directed elsewhere. Okay, so this is not the first bank we've seen here just recently is closing various locations. Do they know something we don't know? Probably. Probably what is happening is they're closing ahead of maybe all of the banks closing. We have prophecies saying that's coming too, as we're going to an entirely new financial system. This one says U.S. banks suffer 18, see, hundreds, hundreds, thousands, millions, billions. That's 18 billion. Had to look that up there. 18 billion in losses as J.P. Morgan Chase and Capital One take big hits from bad loans. Now, America's biggest banks are taking hits to the bottom line as soaring interest rates cause billions of dollars in loans to fall apart. J.P. Morgan Chase is due to soured loans. I don't think they're exactly telling us all the story. I think it's not soured loans. I think they know 
that the dollar is going away as a reserve currency. I think they know that in the new financial system, there won't be hardly any banks. One prophecy said there would be like only five banks in all of the world. We know that by the time the mark of the beast comes, there will only be one system. Because he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, receive a mark on the right hand or in their forehead, and that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast, the number of his name. Keep in mind, Henry Kissinger said that he who controls food controls the people. He who controls energy can control entire continents. But he who, he who controls money can control the world. That's the objective. That's why he would say that goes on down to say the banks are facing charge-offs. Okay, for, maybe it is, but it's a whole lot more serious than that. US, the, the U.S. Sun says, Wells up major bank with 4,000 branches announces difficult choice to close location for good after 37 stores to shut in 16 states. I mean, we're seeing banks close left and right all over. That is, if we're watching, what's going on? I think people in high places know the dollar is going away. Look here, Party City. Beloved bankrupt retailer with 850 locations abruptly closing seven stores in the same state. Liquidation sales up to 90% discount. It's a fire sale. They're saying, come and get it. Just get it out of the store. Okay, yeah, I got it. It's only seven stores. But could it be, see, we've heard this from Walmart, several other stores. Could it be that they know that there's about to be an economic downturn? They know that the dollar is about to start falling, and they're just cutting the fat, so to speak. I think so. Again, I recommend you call cornerstoneassetmetals.com. It, look, if, you know, if you got thousand, two thousand dollars in the bank, yeah, and maybe that's not much to you. I wouldn't want to lose even five hundred, but maybe you're okay. I don't know. But if you have a substantial amount of money, then you owe it to yourself. Call them. It doesn't hurt, okay? I mean, it doesn't cost you anything to call them. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Get their opinion. Talk to them. Doesn't hurt to talk to them. I would also recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. About two years ago, somebody sent me this email. Watch this. It was like 45 minutes long. Some lady talking in a church. And I emailed back and I said, can you give me a time code? And it says, just watch the whole thing. So I started just, you know, clicking, just skipping through it. You know, every about every five minutes. And this lady said something caught my attention. So I backed up. I started watching it. I wound up watching all of it. It was a lady standing in a church telling about the benefits of getting your own wheat, wheat berries they call them, not seeds, they call them wheat berries, and then putting them into a grinder and actually making and baking your own homemade whole wheat bread. I thought, oh, that's interesting. All right, I'll try it. So I ordered a grinder and about 25 pounds of their wheat berries, and I made a couple of loaves of bread. And... Both Leslie and I really liked it. Leslie says, okay, if you're going to start making bread, and by the way, to this day, she's never made a loaf of bread. If you're going to start making bread, 
then you better get a bread machine because I'm not going to be needing any bread. So I looked and I found a bread machine. I ordered the bread machine. And I started making the bread. And I not only did it taste good, but I discovered that I had more strength. I mean, literally when I went to play racquetball, I mean, even the guys were saying, man, what got into you tonight? I mean, you're, you're running like the wind out there. You're really doing good. And I thought, I don't know. I'm just feeling strong. Well, because I think my body was getting something it was really needing. It wasn't getting in my regular diet. And I've come to find since then that wheat might be the closest thing to total perfect nutrition for the human body. I mean, after all, Jesus calls us wheat, okay? <laughs> he didn't call us rye, and call us rice. He calls us wheat. So I think that that's a gentle inference that that's really what we're supposed to be eating. Now, the problem is most of the bread you get in the store is not whole wheat. It has two of the three ingredients taken out. That way, it won't spoil. Yeah, that's right. It won't spoil because it doesn't have a lot of the nutrients in it anymore. They take it out and they feed it to pigs. So the best part of the wheat gets fed to the pigs. So anyway, I started making this bread. I started feeling good. And I don't know. I mean, I didn't have a dream. I didn't have vision. didn't have an audible voice. But all of a sudden, it came to me in here that this is what Joseph used to feed the world during the seven years of famine. Remember, there was, remember Pharaoh had a dream. There would be seven years of plenty followed by seven years of famine. And what they stored up, now the Bible also mentioned corn, but Ron White, when he found these giant underground wheat storage, what he found in the bottom of his wheat, not corn, there was wheat there. You know, rep, I mean, you, you store seven years of wheat for the entire world. It, it leaves traces. He found wheat. Now, it began to occur to me, wait a minute, this is really better for you than a lot of this long-term storage stuff these people are selling out here. And he just kept showing me and kept showing me and downloading and downloading and showing me that God's way to have long-term storage food, God's food for a time of trouble is actually wheat. So then I, I got more involved in it, started making more of the, and then I thought, you know what? I need to get some more of this wheat. Okay, now I'm going to tell you something else. So <laughs> I called up the place whose wheat I had bought, not the ones I bought it from, but the, who, the people that actually put it out. Yes, you can get this in large quantities, but you have to buy 4,000 pounds. 4,000 pounds? Well, how much is that? And so I prayed and I asked the Lord, I said, so am I supposed to buy 4,000 pounds of wheat? And long story short, well, I'll, I'll even tell you, since I'm on the subject, I'll tell you. So in my prayer closet, I said, Lord, if you really want me to buy 4,000 pounds of wheat, tomorrow morning when I go to push the little button to turn my computer on, as I touch that button, speak to my heart right then that I should get that 4,000 pounds of wheat. Sure enough, next morning, as I touched that button, it came to me, 4,000 pounds of wheat, I thought. His money, not my money. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, I don't have that kind of money. So I bought 4,000 pounds of wheat. And Leslie says, what are you going to do with 4,000 pounds? Okay, now what's that? Let's see, there's 
two bags is 100 pounds. I think it's like 180 50-pound bags. I'd have to calculate it all out. We figured it up. It would take up uh, the, the one parking space in our garage at our house. What are you going to do with that much wheat? Where are you going to put it? <laughs> I don't know. So it came to me that they sent it out in these paper bags. Okay, so I know I've probably just destroyed this, this message up, but I'm going to go ahead and finish this story. I thought, you know, they need to be putting it in pails. Nobody does that. So I ordered, you know, the whatever, 180 pails or whatever it was, and we had the, about five guys from the church come over, and we literally poured the wheat out of the paper bags that can break and mice break in and moisture and it ruins. It goes bad, okay? We poured it into these five-gallon buckets. Then I thought, that's not enough. If you want it to, to keep for a long time. So what we did was put in uh, oxygen absorber bags. And long story short, I called some people. I calculated how many of those we'd have to put in. And <laughs> you should see my my buckets they're like <laughs> like there ain't nothing in there but wheat because there's no oxygen in there anyway so we sealed it all up and i've got oh here there, the rest of the story is so then it kept a matter of fact as we were putting the wheat in the pails that saturday morning so i walked in i said guys i said you're not gonna believe this i said but <laughs> the lord spoke to me to buy another ten thousand pounds of wheat they looked at me, these big eyes, like, what are you going to do with it? I don't know. God told me to order it, so I, so I ordered it. We got buckets, but now we discovered it's better to infuse it with nitrogen. Long story short, so we started putting it. And then someplace in there came in and said, wait a minute. This, I need to offer this to everybody. It's not just for Stan. It's for everybody out there, all of the prophecy students. How do we do that? Well, Prophecy Club can't do this. I mean, this is, you know, like a business. So long story short, we started Joseph Kitchen. And I thought, I don't have time to do this. I do Prophecy Club. I've got to do oil in Israel. So I called my daughter, which is supremely good. She's walking, talking business, understands business. She got it together, man. So I said, would you mind taking this? Long story short, she did. And is a good thing. Because she has made it really, really go good. Now, I guess I should conclude with sending you over there. So what I recommend you do, if you want to be on the church side of this, on the side to where you're offering food instead of standing in line for the food, then I suggest you go to josephkitchen.com Get yourself a machine package. That's all of the widgets and gizmos you need to actually turn the wheat berries into wheat. Then I'm going to suggest you get as much wheat as you can possibly afford, like at least six people one year. I mean, it's most of a $9,000 to feed one person for a year. You can do it for about $1,000 a person at Joseph Kitchen. Now, go there. That way, when this revival hits... You're not sitting there with your hands empty. You're not in line. You're not twiddling your thumbs. Instead, hey, can somebody help me to make this bread? <laughs> you know, we got to have 36 loaves for lunch and 36 loaves for, for breakfast. So, you know, I mean, you're going to be ministering. 
instead of begging. So you want to minister? You want to beg? josephkitchen.com